With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is the best of two pros in a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How the hell we how we feeling here on a Monday? <laughs> you okay there? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Just uh whoa. whoa. Was, was hearing some voices in my ear, so it wasn't Jeez, sure exactly what happened. Are these, yeah. are these ghosts? I hear voices in my head. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Everybody, what, what, uh, what's going on here? Just, uh, just doing a radio show. I don't know. Is this, like, is this Jonas Knox? What's, what's is that? Is that? Do I hear Q? Is that Brady Quinn? How you doing, oh, sir? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Did something happen? I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we're just, you, you know, doing? just just doing our thing here. Just, How just you doing, doing our thing. Are you? <laughs> just, get, just doing my thing. Yeah, getting ready for training camps in the NFL. They're going to be yeah. uh, opening up here pretty quick. Cherry you know? Every, Everybody uh, <laughs> getting their uh, their last-minute arrangements set in. Uh, if you're members of the Detroit Lions, you're probably getting last-minute bets in before the mm-hmm. NFL finds out yeah. about it, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. You know, so you can uh, you know, look ahead to that. But if you are a member of the Tennessee Titans or you're a Tennessee Titans fan, congratulations because you just upgraded your wide receiver room. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins reportedly yeah. – is going to be a Tennessee Titan. Uh, that was the team he took his first visit with upon his yeah. release from the Arizona Cardinals. And it looks like it's a two-year deal worth reportedly $26 million. Another $6 million in incentives could be reached uh, over the course of that two-year deal. So apparently they're still looking to replace A.J. Brown, which Mike Rabel was not happy about at the time on the draft day when they traded him away. And so now they add D-Hop to that wide receiver room. And at least you know, it makes uh, Tennessee a, a little bit more of a threat to Jacksonville in the AFC South, but I still look at that division as being the Jags for the taking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So are we basically saying that that's why John Robinson is no longer there as the general manager? Some would, some yeah. would say that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. It, it basically happens on draft day and Vrabel looks over at him like, what the hell did you just do? Yes. And gets up and walks away it's from like, the table. It's, it's, it's like he hit the nuclear button. Oh, I didn't know that was the button. My bad. Like It's like, mm. what did you do? <laughs> Can't take it back either. No. no. Once those things back. are launched, it's gone. Listen, I think it's a great signing for, for Tennessee guys, but it 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 doesn't solve the the problem that that the vacancy left by um, – by their, their, their obviously AJ Brown. 
um, being there. So while I'll say it does upgrade them, one is it is Tannehill is he still in is he still in form enough to to be what he needs to be to that team? Can can Derrick Henry return to form? Because obviously defenses are geared up to stop the run and make them throw the ball. So I was going to ask you guys, who's happiest right now? Is it Tannenhill? Is it Derrick Henry? Is it Will Levis? Like, I mean, obviously, I think when they drafted Levis, you might have thought, all right, there's, you know, Tannehill's probably going to be there a year, especially with this contract situation. And then Levis would take it over. I mean, Malik Willis is still there. They used to draft pick on him a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, who do you think is the happiest that D-Hop's there? Tannehill. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Because I, w- I would assume that, too. This is his, really his last shot. And some people would say, and we've talked about the numbers, you know, he'll win you regular season games, but he gets to the postseason and just the numbers aren't there. I mean, Derrick Henry was their best quarterback two, uh, two three years ago when they made the run to the AFC title game. And so at least if you're Tannehill, because I, I saw a stat that was on, and, and I forget, it, uh, pardon me for not crediting the pr- proper source of this stat, but I saw oh, okay. some stat where we'll they said... say the said, stat first, then we can figure out if it well, needs to be credited. So they, they said that they had the lowest spending, they're the lowest spending team on wide receivers in the NFL. Mm. That, That's probably Spo track. Yeah, we should probably we should probably give them a round of applause if we could. And I think it was. I think it was. And and who was their leading receiver? Uh, why am I? Um, oh, Bobby Trees. Oh. Robert Woods was their leading receiver last year. Like, and yeah. and I think he had like sixty something catches. He was like one of the lowest in the NFL as far as it wasn't leading. even sixty. It was fifty three off the top of my head. It, yeah. So so just to see where they just went. Ahead. And AJ Brown, by the way. Didn't want to leave Tennessee. That wasn't no. his choice. He was he likes the food, and he was he'd spoken up about it. I mean, are you going to say that Nashville food's better than? You know, I, it's not my words. In, in he said he doesn't like Philly cheesesteaks. Really? I mean, I'm just saying. It. I mean, ask AJ Brown. Don't put it on me. Okay. Well, listen. But I thought I read that somewhere. I'm more of an AJ Hawk guy myself. But again, yeah, me too. You know, some people. Uh, he some looks people, good, man. You know? Yeah. He was really flaunting his little figure at, at that golf outing, huh? <laughs> what looks really what good. flaunting a figure mean? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you guys are a good-looking family. You know what flaunting figure looks like. You know what it means. I'll tell you what. He had Look the in the mirror when you put your outfit on every day. <laughs> That's flaunting your figure. Look at him, Johnson. <laughs> Look at him, Johnson. He loves his clothes. <laughs> um well, we'll get to that later on. I don't want to get huh. shown us All too right. far off the tracks. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, but A.J. Brown, back to A.J. Brown. Uh, okay, they didn't want to go. Clearly like, didn't want to leave. They clearly like, needed like the to barbecue. to improve the situation there in, at wide receiver. And so now if you're Ryan Tannehill, at least you've got somebody you can depend on, somebody who's done good things in the league. And also, I don't, I don't look at DeAndre Hopkins and think – well, he's he's washed. You know, it's it's thirty. He's he, above thirty, and he's washed. And this is just the end is near. This is Odell Beckham Jr. We were we've talked about this over the past few weeks when there's been speculation about where and when he's going to sign. Him, him missing time. Yes, there was a, an injury that he dealt with, but that was more because he got on what Brady likes to call the gas, pissed hot because he had some shampoo that was a little rough around the edges, apparently. And next mm. thing you know, he missed some time because he a PED violation. Yeah, he needed that follicle stimulation, man. That's don't all. we all? Yeah. Well, I guess follicle stimulation. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? 
That's why he popped out. He needed some follicle stimulation, right? Talk about hair? What kind of stimulation are we talking about? Yeah. Okay. I think. <laughs> I, I think so. I've heard of the I've heard of guys using shampoo for to to not test for other things, but hmm. yeah. Huh. Anyway. Yeah, I um, don't know, man. I don't know. I don't I gotta know. look into this stuff more. Yeah, you it's know, just, it's you... just like a Head and Shoulders. It's just like a Pert Plus. Is Pert I mean, Plus still around? If I'm assuming, uh, it probably felt like some Selsun Blue when it was on his oh. scalp. You know, mm. you know that was Great for the pole. dandruff. You know, and maybe yeah. it was, maybe it was to stimulate the follicles and address dandruff problems. Or maybe you know? it was more like mane and tail. You know? Mane and tail. That's a good one too. Yeah. That would be the where the horse trap goes in. Yeah, at we're not we're on yeah. the way this morning. <laughs> it's like a hundred and twenty yeah. degrees in Arizona right now, man. Like his, if if it was that hot when he was popping hot for for shampoo, you know, hot hot gas hot gas hot shampoo, um, it was probably because his scalp was a little dry. You know, yeah. well, it was a little dry. I needed I, some I, treatment. Now he's got I'll, I'll say this much. Um, does he enter into the division immediately being the best wide receiver? Oh, jeez. I mean, oh, yeah. Tariq Hill, right? Well, no, the uh, AFC South. Yeah, AFC, oh, we're Tennessee. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not talking. I'm thinking New England. Sorry. Why no, was no, I thinking right. New England? I, mean, I had transitioned to New England. The AFC South does get forgotten often. I mean, yeah. so Christian Kirk. So <laughs> Christian bad. Kirk. Uh, Some people Cal- think Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I was going to say Calvin Ridley is probably there as well. I mean, America's wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. Dang, that's a heck of a question. You know, we should bring Calvin Ridley on and ask him if he was if he was a betting man, who he would take as the best wide receiver. Do you think Michael they'd let us, the Jaguars would let us do a weekly segment with him? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Ridley's best bets. <laughs> and me, you know what we should do? Let's do Ridley versus Live Bet Jesus. Ridley versus Live Bet Jesus. Oh, wow. Who's a better gambler? Well, it's not even close. <laughs> I think that would be entertaining, though. I, I think we call it Ridley's Believe It or Not. Right? Oh. And did he make the bet or not? <laughs> yes. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. My, you're, bringing uh, out, you're bringing some good stuff. You put some stuff in your bag, huh? I, uh, that's a good one. My, Ripley's uh, Believe It or my, Not. My point is this. There's, there's no one else in the division that I think has the track record that D-Hop has. Yeah, that's true. You know, if, if we're being honest with ourselves and there was one wide receiver that was still out there that you'd say, this guy comes in and can immediately become a number one wide receiver for us, no ifs, ands, or buts, no questions about it. It was DeAndre Hopkins. And he did draw interest from a wide net of teams, right? You did have the Chiefs and Bills. They might not have wanted to offer him what ultimately he signed for in Tennessee. But the New England Patriots were big into him. And also, the one interesting thing about the Patriots is, is, is who's there, right, that, again, was a former coach of his in Bill O'Brien. And if you'll recall... Bill O'Brien and the Texans, when they moved got on from Hopkins, he went inside that deal, got paid in Arizona. And now in this case, you got to wonder if Hopkins had true thoughts or aspirations to be a Patriot or if he was just using that as leverage to get a little more money out of the Titans as well. If so, I don't know. Bill O'Brien deserves a lot of credit or should get a little help in getting some money considering he's, he's maybe helped DeAndre Hopkins at least get to situations where he could make more money. Either, either, no, matter, no matter the case, he's still what I believe to be a number one wide receiver, walks into the Titans, and I think gives them a, a really good fighting chance of winning that division. And this is where Mike Vrabel wants to be since they dominated the AFC South for a period of time. And it's the type of move I think they have to make 
because they know how good the Jacksonville Jaguars are probably going to be this year, at least in their division standards. Who needed it more, New England or Tennessee? I, I think it was probably New England yeah. because of how stacked the AFC East is. But, you know, Tennessee still needs them. I, I think it, it was probably an indictment a little bit on moving on from A.J. Brown in the first place, but also then expecting another rookie wide receiver to come in and take, take that over, the, the kid mm-hmm. out of Arkansas that they had last year as a rookie. It's just it's tough to put all of that on a rookie wide receiver. There's so many things that – you know, you're trying to learn, um, you know, in your first year. And Traylon Burks was a guy that I think some saw him in a similar light. But, I mean, clearly just from a game planning standpoint, I mean, Jonas, you pointed out, Robert Woods had, I think, what, almost 100 targets. I mean, Traylon Burks had like 50. So it really, it really wasn't like they were trying to immediately anoint him as that number one guy. I, I think this is another opportunity for him to not have to be the guy, learn for another year, have D-Hop be the guy for the next couple of years, and then maybe Burks develops into that if he's that, got that sort of ability. Either way, it, it, it's a big sign for Tennessee. You know, that people in Nashville should be, should be excited. Yeah, so there it is. He leaves uh, the desert for the humidity in Tennessee. Plus, well, uh, no state tax, right? Country music. Does he immediately, upon getting there, does, does he buy himself a pair of Lucases? He gets some boots. Or does he already have boots? Or does he already have some? Yeah. This is Cheyenne Frontier Week, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I leave Thursday. Really? Oof. Yeah, man. Are you going to do any bull riding out there? No. <laughs> Are you going to get another belt buckle? Come on. No. Hey, get, you should get a big one. <laughs> I'm going to get me a pair of boots, though. And I'm going to get me another big gallon, too. You know what I don't understand about boots? Because a lot of the in-laws wear boots. They're like uh, rancheras. They like, you know, they, they, they're into all of the uh, the cowboy stuff. The, they wear, they got the hats. They like Everybody swears the cowboy boots are comfortable. They look that, like what, the you're most... Not a, you're not a cowboy type guy? No, they look like the most sailor? Un- un- uncomfortable. <laughs> you know it. They look, they look like the most uncomfortable <laughs> shoes you could possibly wear. They're basically high heels for men. Really is what it is. And I don't know how anybody looks at them and goes, hey, those are comfortable. I'd love to get me a pair of those. You got to break them in. What, what is Cowboy it? boots how, are meant how, for wearing. Is it a baseball how, mitt? How do you break them in, LeVar? You got to walk them. You got to walk yeah. in them. You got to break them like the horses that you're going to ride on or them bulls that oh. you're going to ride on. You ain't going to break a bull, but you might be able to break a horse. Okay. You know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're athletes, too, by the way. It's a great mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Animal athletes. Mm-hmm. Now, does I, does Jordan make any uh, cowboy boots? Now, that would be a dope transition for Jordan and Jordan Brand. Why not? To make a Jordan cowboy boot. I mean, limited edition. Cement, cement white. Yeah. Threes, <laughs> retro threes. <laughs> but that would be kind of fire. Yeah. I, I got to admit. That's a great pool, Jonas. Hey, listen, that's what I'm a sneaker guy. You know that. You guys came in on fire this morning, <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah, you know. All right. All right. Good. All right. Yeah, well, there we you do. go. I'm trying to picture what that looked like. The cement white. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what it would look like, but if somebody could figure it out, that would be a f- that would be a fly addition to to the Jordan brand. You probably you know, shouldn't I, have said that on the air because now somebody's going to steal the idea and make a fortune off it. I mean, it's, it's not our brand, you know. Just, you know, be a collaboration. Yeah. The I Casey mean, and Jordan brand. That would be pretty cool though if one popped up. Now, are you going to Cheyenne though? I am. Yeah, I, I am. thought we were all going. Are we not all going? 
I mean, I, done, you know, man. just, you know, everybody was kind of, you know. That's all right. Here, here next year. There's always next year. was just kind of, you know, yeah, and a little different. Come on, say yeah. it. Okay. Right. <laughs> I have nothing, nothing to, you know. We're just not, not invited, John. I'm not yeah, going we, to. You know, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. That's all right. That's all right. We can't all participate. I'm just glad we're we're here participating today. Brady and I could take a hint. We got it. I got it. Yeah. So I'm good. I mean, it was always Friday nice. was pre- <laughs> Friday was painful for me, you know. <laughs> Friday was painful. We stole four and five caught my ass, you know. <laughs> and that's nothing, you know. Jeff was Schwartzy was dope as hell, but Lavar on Friday, no, no boy, no. What happened? <laughs> I mean, there was nothing left. The, the, the cupboard was bare. The tree could bear no fruit. It could bear no more fruit. Oh, man. Well, listen, uh, everything's And I fine. had to do that empty tree bearing no fruit for three hours. It's a new audience. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, you know, I'm just reliving a traumatic moment, you know. Yeah. So, it's all right. It happens. There's always Cheyenne. Cheyenne. There's right always right. Cheyenne. Frontier Isn't that Day. a song? I don't know, Cheyenne. but it should be. No. No, that's Roxanne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was Roxanne. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of funny. There's got to be a song called Cheyenne. It should be Probably a song is. called Cheyenne, but Roxanne is kind of, yeah. Isn't Ho- that Sting? Hopefully, that it's, sting? hopefully it's better than Roxanne because that song stinks. Who sings that? Uh, I, I think, think it's it like a sting. George Strait song, I'm telling you. Hmm. I don't hmm. know. I can't think of it. Maybe it's Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. <laughs> George Strait, Jason Derulo. It's the same thing. Maybe, I mean, maybe we could find point. it during the break. We'll yeah, see. we will. Uh, efforting. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cherry Red 150. Got the Grizzly locked in the yep. city. Mm-hmm. Doing 60 down to one Wizzy. Uh. Got the Trues uh. on the Avenue. Skirt. Get it far. I was like, get it far. That. I spun uh. a Yui, lost a hubcap. Looking back like, what's that? Straight from Paris. From Paris. <laughs> Baby carriage. Cherry Red. I heard. Uh, uh, uh. Got the, got, got the, uh. And, <laughs> and the Big Apple, where it's quick to get your tackle. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Hey, do you think you'll hear this song at Cheyenne Days? Cherry Red. No, no? I will not. <laughs> no. No. It's interesting. I wonder why that is. No, but I may hear Bradley Cooper and, and Lady Gaga, oh, though. Oh, God. Let's hope yeah. not. Shallows, baby. There's there's no way that anybody... <laughs> Shallows, baby. That, yeah, any, Shallows. Anybody in country music that hears that song and goes, yeah, they're one of us. Nobody um, believes that. I don't know, bro. <laughs> well... I feel like it's country music's probably saying that a lot then. There's a lot of people <laughs> making their way into country. They're like, what that, the hell? That, that is very true. What are you doing when here? Did, when did you get here? <laughs> hey, we allowed Nelly in. <laughs> the rest of y'all got to take a back seat. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I wasn't meaning that. <laughs> I meant more like there's some pop artists. There's some pop artists who like have segued Thank into you. country. And it's like, well, wait a second. You were uh, you were doing that Barbie song, right? Now you're doing country like that. Those two things don't gel. Yeah, I mean, or you do Doritos commercials with legendary, you know, Western flick actors. You know, I mean, yeah. all I can Doritos. None of that means anything to me. You know, what it does though. Tire rack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We are broadcasting way, live. Way to use Tire Rack to get us out of an awkward moment. <laughs> the TireRack.com Thanks, studios. TireRack.com tire will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So um, this little deadline is fast approaching, this uh, tag deadline in the NFL, 4 p.m. Eastern time today. And... Um, 
Yeah, it sure seems like Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs uh, aren't on the verge of getting a long-term deal done and still haven't signed their franchise tags. You've got Austin Eckler, who spoke last week with Rich Eisen, just uh, talking about we need somebody to hold out. We need somebody to make the move and really stand their ground for the running back Not going to be me. Yes. Someone needs to. <laughs> you guys got this? Yeah. And, uh, and so we've got this situation playing out. Saquon still doesn't have his deal done. Josh Jacobs feels like it's a lot farther apart. One of the reports out said, I think it was Vinny Bonsignor who covers the Raiders. One more time, Vinny who? Vinny Bonsignor. Oh, God. He's a good dude. Uh, he dude. he was telling me, or he was telling us uh, weeks and weeks ago when I was doing uh, local stuff on AM five seventy. He's like, yeah, this feels like they're they're not optimistic. There's going to get a deal done, and it seems like that's where this has been headed. And so they seem pretty far apart. Uh, I mean, I thought everyone assumed Saquon Barkley maybe would get a deal done and said it was Daniel Jones who got the contract done earlier in the offseason. So here we are just waiting and waiting and waiting with this deadline approaching to get a long-term deal done, and none of these guys have a resolution in sight, apparently. So what well, happens next? It's a holdout, right? No, no, no. <clears throat> they just have to sign their franchise tender if they haven't already signed it, um, and then they can come back and play under the one-year guaranteed deal. Now, they, they could miss up to, I forget exactly how many games uh, it would be. Is it 10? Uh, yeah, I think it's about 10. I think or, it's up to 10 weeks. Or did that change when they added the extra week? Maybe um, I, 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 I'm not sure. It's somewhere, it's somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, obviously, you're, you're, what you're making would be prorated to the amount of games that you're playing, meaning if you miss the first 10 games – you're not going to get whatever the franchise tag was for that full number. You know, you'd get whatever, whatever you come back, you get it for that remaining games broken up over those weeks. Mm. So that's in essence how it would work. So you, you could potentially sit out. That is an option. We saw Le'Veon Bell do it. <clears throat> the problem is you don't get an accrued season. So if you don't get an accrued season, you kind of fall right back into the spot where you were, you know, where you are now next year. The only difference is everyone's going to take you seriously. You've basically sat out the season not helping your team, although you're not helping yourself financially either. And so it, it probably creates a, a – I guess it draws a line to the point where you will at that point probably get you know, traded or moved on from. And maybe you could find a team that's going to sign you to that deal. However, if you look at the, the, the tenders that were put on these players – Nobody moved on them. Exactly, and they could. They, for, for starters, their team didn't put the exclusive franchise tag, which means they're only negotiating with their team. They put the non-exclusive tag. So there would have been a chance if anyone really wanted these guys to come in and submit an offer, and if their team wanted to keep them, they could match it. If they didn't, they'd get draft picks in exchange. Now, some would say like for a running back position, what you're swapping – you know, in regards to draft picks for that player, might be a little bit too rich. It might be something that you have to go back and look at. Whatever the case is, you know, with Josh Jacobs, it sounds like him and, and the Las Vegas Raiders are much further apart. The interesting thing that I think with Saquon and the Giants is, you know, people have talked about his change of representation. It's, it's more like he brought in CAA Sports along with Rock Nation where they're both representing him in this. And if you'll recall, we all thought that he was going to be a free agent right before the tag deadline occurred. But they got a deal done in the final hour with Daniel Jones. 
then they tagged Saquon. There's a chance they could do the same thing here where they're negotiating this morning all day up until that 4 p.m. Eastern deadline, and maybe they iron something out where they do give him a deal that satisfies what he's looking for and gives him a little more long-term security. Or they might say, this is a running back position. We're willing to franchise tag you the next two years. But I would bet any deal he takes, it's going to be better than, or it should be better than, this year and next year under the franchise tag. Because any, any, because that's the route they're going to go with him. At least that's the route. Which you know, is $10 I, I would million, go. right? That's $10 million. Yeah, it, well, it's this year and then it'd be um, right. 120%. So you can, you can go do the math on that. It's too early in the morning for me to even attempt right. to do that right now. But It'd be in the 20s though, right? No, 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 no. It, it, it wouldn't be that much like more. 12. You're talking about twelve. Twelve. Okay. Twelve. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So, so, all right. So, let me let me ask you guys this: if if it's if it's going to be more than the franchise tag, which one would be ten, one would be twelve? He asked for somewhere around sixteen, where McCaffrey is. They offered him like fourteen, I believe. I mean, so if you got twenty-eight million guaranteed. For like these next two years, I'd be all over that because I don't, yeah, I don't think I mean, the market's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, so you you would have took the fourteen million. I mean, I'm trying to figure out Hell what's yeah. the what's the sweet spot. It's fifteen. Is fifteen the sweet yeah, maybe. spot? Maybe. I mean, and it's, if that's and if now. that's the case, if that's the case, why? Like, are we're we're really making this about one million dollars? I mean, that's you're off. Point. By like you were off by two million when they offered you fourteen, like they couldn't just put in their incentives to get them to sixteen. I mean, wh- why is that two million a sticking point? And I guess I would say why is that a sticking point for the Giants as well? It's only a million. What what's like what's the difference? Yeah. What was what makes this such a big deal? Where they offer fourteen, he wants sixteen, and they're that they're at a stalemate. I mean, that you, seems a you little know what strange. I'd do if I was representing him, I'd say I'd do the deal for free. And, and reason is, is you're helping out your client get a deal done in a tough spot, and he's probably going to make three percent of fourteen millions. What four hundred twenty thousand, something like that. I mean, that's that almost gets you there to the million you're talking about. And there's probably some people listening who are like, you're out of your damn mind. That's crazy. What's not crazy, because if he's playing for the New York Giants, I'm going to be able to make back a lot, you know, some of that money through his marketing. Like that, That's the number one media market. That's one of the biggest brands there is in the NFL. And he's and, one of the biggest brands on that team. And you're getting 15 20% on your marketing dollars anyway as, as an agent, so you're keeping that in-house. Like To me, it'd be worth it to say – this isn't going the way they want, like, as an act of goodwill. Like, I will, I will do this for you, you know, but this is what we're going to do moving forward. Why, why do you think there's the hesitation from the Giants to get a deal done? Is it the health? Because he, he was dealing with that up until last year. He did miss time throughout the course of a couple of seasons, and, and they weren't sure whether or not they could depend on him. And so they've really seen one year recently where he's been pretty durable. And, but that's and the most impactful. recent. That is the most recent. I know, if but his body of work says in the most recent season he proved to be can, durable during the season. Can, can I be honest? <clears throat> what what my inclination leads me to think is it's not so much about Saquon. No one's going to dispute his talent, ability, everything else. I, I think you look at what happens with Daniel Jones this year, and if he ends up being the quarterback and continuing to grow into the quarterback, you're hoping he's going to be. 
you, you feel probably pretty good uh, in, in two ways. One, you've got your quarterback of the future, which means you could probably pay your running backs less because you're going to be depending more on him. But if he's, if he's not, like the other, the other part of that is you can move on from Daniel Jones and, and Saquon and rebuild faster, right? Like I, I think they don't want to get too tied up into what they accomplished last year for the long term and then have a setback this year. And then, you know, maybe we, if we want to rebuild or bring in another quarterback, you know, we, we've got to figure out how to build this thing back up. We don't have a, we don't have a bunch of dollars put up in other positions. So I, I just I think it allows them more flexibility for roster building outside of the, the ordinary that no one's paying running backs right now. It, it's a passing game, a passing league, even if they p- play a role in that. I mean, Saquon plays a role in that heavily. Austin Eckler plays a role in that heavily. Teams still aren't paying them what they probably are worth. I mean, if we're being real about it, they touch the ball as much as anyone yeah. on offense. They, they should get compensated more for it, but there's the injury risk. There's not as long of a lifespan. So it's hard to, to pay out these big dollar deals because outside of maybe a year or two in guarantees, there's just there's no one who's going to guarantee that sort of compensation to them. It's, we were talking about this a few weeks ago, the franchise tag numbers yeah. by position, how the only position that's that's got a lower franchise tag number than the running back is the kicker and punter. Yeah. Everybody else is a higher tag number because everybody yeah. else is making more money. I just don't know if it's ever going to go back to where running backs are going to be valued like they were. It just feels like this is part of evolution, and the game has moved to, in a direction to where – all the, I mean, all these guys make valid points, and it sucks yeah. for them, and it sucks for Austin Eckler, and it sucks for these guys, and, and Dalvin Cook, and all these guys that are looking for deals, and, and Ezekiel Elliott's still on the open market, even though he got paid but a, a years ago. I just I don't know what the solution is, because it feels like the game has just gone in a different direction, and Austin Eckler saying it pisses him off when he sees a backup wide receiver making more money than running backs. Like, I mean, that's just where the game's at. I, I, don't, know, right. I don't know how you solve that moving forward you don't i mean the, the rules dictated this a, a, as soon as they started to give kind of a, a grace period and cushion and limit the amount of physicality you can have at the line of scrimmage you know with wide receivers it, it changed the game that opened up the passing game even more so you know if you look at too you know what offensive players are considered defenseless right and when we look at the type of hits they can sustain or they cannot sustain it's anyone in a pa- you know passing catching position. It's a quarterback in a throwing position. You know who almost never is a, a running back. I mean, mostly because they're they're not considered you know the, the type of plays they're involved in the passing game. They're not downfield where they're in the act of catching. They're behind the line of scrimmage. And so there's there's all sorts of um, rules now that are there to protect everyone else, and it's allowed really coordinators and offenses be more emboldened to throw the football and push the football in the tight windows and downfield, which some would say has had a direct result in more concussions. But whatever the case may be, it, it's definitely shifted to saying we'd rather throw the football around more. You know, we, we feel like there's less, less risk as there once was as compared to just running the football on first, second, third down. And it's easier, and we've seen it with Andy Reid, it's easier to put a – a slot back, someone who may have played tailback some point in their career earlier on. It's easy to use slot backs as running backs anyway. I mean, you saw with Tariq Hill. Um, you've, we've seen it with a few 
a few guys that that play the receiver's position where these offensive coordinators are now moving moving them around moving the receivers around uh, Debo Samuel you know you're you're using Some these Debo. guys as yeah, as multi utility type of guys that can run the football as well as as go out and catch the ball as well so it it i mean it does it does beg to have the question of how valuable is a a running back when you can use a slot you know slot receiver in the same duties as as a tailback i mean that's basically what that's basically what you're looking at and you're saying okay i'd rather be able to go empty with with my back back out rather than have a back end with with the receiver in the backfield that to me mm-hmm. so so the lesser of the two is the running back I can use a receiver in a running back's position by moving him, motioning him. I can start him in the backfield and move him and motion him. I mean, now you're creating matchup situations like a, a linebacker having to move out and cover a receiver from them moving from shifting from the backfield. That's tough. That's tough for and then now it's beginning to change the way defenses look. You're starting to see safeties that are becoming linebackers. Right. Because you have to have a better coverage in the scenario, which you would assume would make it easier to run if you're you're not as as heavy and big in the box to to play to run. But it's just evolving the entire game. So everything the, is changing based off of it. So the slot wide receiver really was the beginning of the end for the running back. So if that's the case, and it's uh, not even just a slot. I, I mean, it's I just blame, a receiver in I, general. Listen, I blame Mike Furry. All right, if that's the case, wow. I mean, look, my guy Mike. I mean, if that's that's where we're headed here, then Austin Eckler, I would I would take up your complaint with Mike Furry or uh, Wes Welker, or any of the other, these wow. other guys that, that changed the game at the slot yeah. slot receiver position. Unbelievable. Right. Julian yeah. Edelman, you're gonna take him out too. Julian Edelman. Edelman. Wow. Yeah. Amendola. Amendola. Wow. Wasn't he a quarterback? No, that was uh, maybe Edelman. at one point, but he, he one saw the of light. Was right. Edelman he saw the was. light. He saw Edelman. the opening. Yeah, yeah, Edelman was. He shot the gap. I mean, Randall Cobb was a quarterback. You know, a lot of these receivers were quarterbacks yeah. way back in the day. Heinz Ward. They knew. They knew what what position to go to. Yeah. Antoine Randall. Yeah, that's right. You know, ruined. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Slash. All went to slash. There, there was the original slash too. I mean, but he did play quarterback. Completely ruined. Ruined it yeah. all. Thanks, Jonas. Yeah. Just saying, interesting. Man, trying to point it out. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler Lavar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up on Game. What is Up on Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we were talking uh, earlier in the show. There's a lot of movement going on in the NFL. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is now a Tennessee Titan. Uh, Apparently, Saquon Barkley and the Giants are scrambling to try and get a long-term deal done. Can I ask you guys a question? Why does this deadline even exist, this this tag deadline to where you could have a long-term deal uh, negotiated and done before 4 p.m. Eastern time today? Otherwise, you can't do it afterwards. Why why is there even a deadline to get a long-term deal done at all? Why is this even in, in the works? It's a great question. I, I'm not really sure why, you know, you have this deadline for, it's like an arbitrary deadline for a long-term deal yet. 
you know, then you can sit out or for however many weeks before you, you come back. It just, I, I think at some point, maybe both sides, as in the owners and the players union, just wanted to set a date where they said, this is before training camp. If you don't have it decided by now, like, you know, both probably need to, to know what they're, what they're dealing with going into the season. From a, from a roster standpoint, from a cutdown standpoint, probably from the player standpoint too. Um, but that, that's my best guess. At it. I have really no knowledge outside of that. It just seems a little odd that, like, if Saquon Barkley and the Giants made progress, like they got to training camp and then, you know, two weeks from now decided, hey, you know, we think we have the framework of a deal done. Ah, sorry, two weeks late, can't sign the deal. Now you're just going to have to figure it out on this franchise number or uh, sit out the first 10, 11 games of the season, and then we'll go from there. Just the idea that you just would put an end to negotiations. Somebody got burnt, like an owner got burnt, or somebody got a competitive edge by there not being a time a time restraint on there. Something, something like usually you got to think like when when the sport is developing, just like the rules that govern the safety of the game, you're going to have rules that govern the business of of the game as well. You know what I mean? So it, it's kind of like to me, it's like you have an you have an amount of time to build your team. You have an amount of time where business is business, and then you have a you have the 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 games. You have the season, and I, I just you know I would assume that somebody got burnt off of somebody not getting a contract done, but they had time to get it done or something. Maybe somebody wanted a player, couldn't get the player. You know, they drug it out, whatever it, whatever it is that may have played out. But generally speaking, when you start to get like specific rules, like this is the due date, it's, it's probably because something drug out or something something happened. Somebody was upset by it. An owner was upset by it or some, something to that effect. Somebody lost a player that they didn't want to lose. Something, something to that effect, I would assume. You know, somebody did get their deal done, though. Evan Ingram got How his deal that? done. He was on the. He was going down to the wire as well too, and he got a three-year deal done for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So while everybody's talking about DeAndre Hopkins and him going to the Tennessee Titans, and mm-hmm. what does this do for them? Mm-hmm. Still a race for second place. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be taking over this league. Done you right now, Trevor Lawrence. There's some buzz for Trevor Lawrence getting uh, MVP buzz. consideration. Uh, he could be a, a dark horse MVP candidate. They were a playoff team a year ago. Doug Peterson's got him turned around. You got Calvin Ridley in the mix. Travis Etienne's going to be uh, healthy for a full season. Hopefully, feels like Jacksonville's got that division on lock for the next. I'll tell you what, man. Years. There are some rave reviews coming out about Calvin Ridley um, as far as what he's going to do this year and how he could add into that mix. So you, you already had Ingram for this year, right? He was under the tag. Now be able to have, you know, a difference maker, a mismatch for you at tight end to me is, is huge for them moving forward. Like I, I think with Doug Peterson and, and his creativity from a play calling standpoint, Trevor Lawrence's ability that he showcased last year, if he continues to to climb and be the player that we all thought he was going to be with this talent around him, you know, I, I think you're right. Like, this could be a Jaguars team that we start looking at uh, similarly to the, the Bengals. Uh, maybe not the Chiefs, obviously, yet, but the Bills and some of these other contenders with a quarterback that, that we view as a franchise guy and one of the best in the league. I, I don't think there's any doubt he, he's got that sort of talent and ability. And, and, the, and now he's got, you know, consistency as far as the, the talent he's got around him. Mm. 
You know, they got Brenton Strange in the second round, too. So they have depth at that tight end's position. I mean, he's he's someone that that could possibly integrate very well early um, into the the pro game. His game translates. But, I mean, I do. He's more your traditional tight end, right? Yeah, he can. He's athletic as he's hell. He's athletic though. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a big guy too. Um, you saying they got super, some strange? Yeah, they can get strange. I, I mean, know. he could get strange. Yeah, no doubt. Be a little yeah. weird on you. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Lavar? Um, Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville. That's all. That's all I was saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jacksonville. So, Jacksonville. It, 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 it's the biggest. Is it the biggest like city per like acreage or like land or something like that? Is it really? Lee, can we get on that? Do we, do we know it was Jacksonville one of the biggest as far as I think from like end to end or something like that? Hey, how come they big. only got one Super Bowl? Why is that? They're in they Florida. One. Yeah. They don't, oh, they, oh, they only got one. Awarded one. Yeah. How come they yeah. only got one? They're in Florida. Why? Why is Miami get all the love? Tampa's gotten some. Jacksonville's Super Bowls. more like Georgia, though. <laughs> it is. It's not <laughs> South Florida. <laughs> they, I don't know how they called it Florida, but it's like Georgia. It should be Jacksonville, South Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> I, th- I think they're trying. I think they're trying to build a new stadium there, aren't they? Yeah, right? they're doing. I mean, they're, they're like they got to play at the racetrack, it. right? Yeah. In the meantime, or something. <laughs> yeah, they're. Uh, Have you they, figured that out yet? Yeah, they were gonna play at uh, Daytona, right? I think yeah. <laughs> Daytona. Yeah. And then all the Daytona people got ticked off. They're like, "Hey, now this is where we race cars, all right? Lee, we have... race cars. Rubin's racing, all right." <laughs> Lee, do we have an update on uh, the Florida Georgia Jaguars? Uh, I do have a, an update on the size of Jacksonville. Gotcha. Oh, nice. Yeah, eight hundred forty square miles. It is the largest uh, city in the forty-eight contiguous states. Uh, yeah. What yeah. up, Jacksonville? Yeah. So, so Jacksonville's the biggest city. Yeah. So they should be getting more Super Bowls. I don't understand what the problem Why is with not? a big city like that. Is there is there some issue it's with per uh, land with, <laughs> population? Is, it, is there some issue with the stadium? I mean, what do you mean? They're redoing some stuff, but it just feels what like you, what do you mean? I mean, you know, Shad Khan's got a got a bunch of money. You know, they're playing games multiple times a year in you London. You think they'd ever host a Super Bowl in London? I hope not. I mean, I hope I'm not. out. Really? They that did that. Yeah, that would, bro, that I'd go work there for a, for a week. That'd be fun. Yeah, you know but about? in but, London. Yeah, can you imagine us take the whole crew over there to London? That'd be sweet. I oh, mean, man. now that you say it that way, I guess I could rethink it. Yeah, but don't don't you feel like the just Super as Bowl, long as our travel is good. You know, don't you feel like the Super Bowl like, should yeah. be in America? And I'm not trying oh, no to. I saw the Northern Lights when I went to Europe. By the way, did you? Did you? Yeah. Isn't that Alaska from, from the yeah. sky? Well, you can see it from Alaska, but yeah. you can see it from Europe too. How sweet! I'm was that? sad. We were in the we were in the air, and they were like, "If you look out this side of your window," and I happened to be on that side, and I got to see the Northern Lights. It's pretty dope. Huh. I mean, that is pretty – that is a pretty interesting view, man. I'll you know you that. there's a move in wrestling called the Northern Lights Suplex? Huh. True story. I did not know that. Yeah. You, you got to bridge it and everything. True story. You know, there, there is a, um, a nighttime bedroom move that's called the Northern Lights, too. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no Super Bowl in London. Yeah, so we're out. Cool.
Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pass on the fish and chips. Uh, All right. I mean, I, I just I'm throwing it out there. I thought it'd be interesting. How how mad would people be in the U.S.? Oh, furious! I'd be pissed. There's there's enough places in the U.S. that haven't gotten a Super Bowl that have probably been dying to get a Super Bowl. If they just sent it over to Wembley Stadium and just said, "All right, we're putting it on here," like I, that would piss me off. If would that I was not be the, the surest sign that a team's going to move there? Yes, just awarded it to London. I feel like we're already getting close. The fact that Jacksonville's had playing multiple weeks in a row in London this year. Like, yeah, we we'll just keep dipping our toe in the water a little bit more. Now they're up to uh, up to their knees, and and pretty soon they're just going to throw an entire entire division in Europe and just say, well, listen, it made the most sense. Like, let's just roll with this. But Super Bowl in London? Come on, let's stop. All right, I'm just throwing it out there. Would you rather be in London or Mexico? (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. (laughs) I'm I'm not answering this question. Why not? I I feel like there's – because there's no right answer, Jonas. You're you're, you're putting me in a corner. (laughs) I feel like however I respond to this, I I am going to be absolutely fried for saying Uh, I think you're right. Is it like when when David Stern was on with uh, Jim Rome back in the day and and Jim Rome was pressing him on some questions and and, uh, David Stern's like – have you stopped beating your wife? <laughs> and it's like, if you say yes, you're admitting that you beat your wife. If you say, well, I never, it's just like you put people in a bad spot. So I didn't realize that I did that. But I'll say this. I'd rather have it in Mexico. Yeah, I know I, you would. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why is that, Jonas? Well, it's because it's a home game. <laughs> it's not a home game. Well, and you can get away. That's a home game for you. That, it's that, not. That's, you can get it's away not. with calling it a home game. Yeah. That's, that's why. Damn right. When you're Noxican, you can do it. There you go. I'm just telling you. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. You look English. That <laughs> damn like, pale skin you got. <laughs> <laughs> <It> looks, hey, <laughs> the vampire skin. Yeah. Hey, you, you, I put you, on block this week and still got fried. Dang. I'll sh- I have I have a a full blown sunburn tan or sunburn lines. I have a tan line on my feet from wearing flip yeah, How was Vegas, man? How was it? It was all right. It's just you know. Did you go to? Hey, did you go did to you the lose? adult pool? I didn't. I actually didn't. I actually didn't lose that much. Uh, I, mean, I, know, I know you didn't win. So how much did you lose? Uh, I, I know actually, you I, didn't win. I, I didn't lose yeah. that much. Did you sit in a sports book? Yeah, of well, course. Oh, oh you, man, you sat in that bad boy. Okay, so can I tell you? I completely forgot about it's this. Too smoky. This probably me. should have been in the FSRIR, but okay. I forgot about this. So. I walked in, so we went to go, we were going to watch the UFC fights at this place called Beer Park at the Paris. It's awesome. It's this outdoor venue where they, they put all the fights on. And most places on the Strip don't show the UFC pay-per-views. You either have to go to it or you can watch it at home or whatever. For whatever reason, they just, they, they want to keep the business at the venue. And so we found this place. We go to Beer Park. We're watching the event there. And before we went, I walked downstairs because I was like, okay, I want to gamble on some of these fights. But let me, the spoiler alert, lost every single one. Lost all yeah, five fights right. I gambled on, Jeez. every prop, every everything. Status quo for Jonas. But as I walked down to the sports book at MGM, not far, LeVar, from where we did the show uh, a okay. couple years ago where you got hit on by that 10. I mean, yep. a full, full, full-fledged 10. <laughs> yep. On a scale of 1 to 1,000, but a full-fledged yep. 10 nonetheless. Yep. And it uh, was all over LeVar. And so as I walk into the sports book i see these two women talking to this guy and they're like getting real close to him and he's kind of sitting in his chair the guy has a seizure right as i walk and they're like can you help us uh okay and so i i I have to like lift him up off his chair we lay him on his back like he's like seizing up or something's going i I have no idea the hero no no so listen to this no not at all so 
Yeah, right. But lay, lay him on the on his back. He starts to come to a little bit. The what medics the come over. What do the two girls Don't you have to have him like bite down on something? I, I didn't know what was happening. I you just put a spoon up. on their tongue. So yeah. they don't swallow their yeah. tongue or bite it off. Okay, well, that wasn't being done, I can, okay. I can assure you. But I just I, I laid him on his back, and I'm helping him out, and the medics come over, and then they look at me, and they go, okay, we got it from here. I was like, uh, okay. Uh, can I get um, – let me get 20 on on, on Brandon, Moreno, Brandon Moreno by submission. Like, I didn't know what to do. I just walked over and started gambling. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> okay. You got it from oh, here. That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, can I get a Volkanovsky by decision, yeah. uh, please, for 20? Yeah. I didn't know Everyone. what to do. Everyone thought Superman's day job was working out with the Daily Bugle or whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was a degenerate gambler. No idea what have to do. Cape on. This guy's literally seizing on the ground at the sports book, and I'm like, damn, I didn't get the Robbie Lawler bet in in time because this guy ruined it for me, and Lawler would have won it plus 170. So, yeah, that was, <laughs> was – That's out of control. This is okay. That's out of control, man. <laughs> it would have been, been better if you asked one of the nice ladies who was trying to help him if they'd put in the bet for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're helping him out. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what here. I'll, I'll I'll have him bite down on this big pen. Why don't yeah. you go over there and get me twenty bucks on Volkanovski <laughs> by decision if you could? Because uh, I would have lost that one as well too. So, yeah. And by the but, way, Lavar <laughs> just got upset about the smoke in a sports book. That's just the yes. environment, man. Like that's that when it's you walk in smoke. there, you yeah, but you got to realize, man, that's the environment you're walking into. You got to be all. You got to be all in. If you're going to a sports book, you got to be ready to win some, lose some, deal with some adversity. That you know, maybe like get smoke. some good food, maybe get drinks. <laughs> deal with the, the smoke deal is with the it, adversity. Man. They do I, I, have I swear good God. food, though. Jesus, bro. I remember when when Tommy Zabikowski was boxing back in Zibikowski. college, and I was like, help. He'd like use me as a punching bag to help like prepare sometimes for him. He would fight like in these these ballrooms, and it would just be billowing with cigarette smoke. I mean, I, I yeah. was like, I, I almost felt like we needed to like when we were sparring, like fill up the entire gym with smoke, because smoke. Yeah. that's what you were training for. Yeah, but we become yeah. soft, man. I get around cigarette smoke, I can't handle it. Like it does people used me. to smoke in in the in the, the restaurants on the airplane. Dude, I, yeah. I was talking to my grandma about that because I was like, still hey, do have you remember? The, they still have the ashtrays on the uh, seats. Do they really? Yes, a lot of them do. If, hold on. If, you, if you're on a plane and they got an ashtray. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's an old-ass plane. You that's an old-ass plane. Oh, you know, Would they stop like in the 80s? They stop letting people smoke on there? <laughs> like, like the callback to the cockpit is the rotary phone. Like they've yeah. got to – that's how they get – The problem is, is like if you think about back then – like, some guy was probably like, oh, I paid for the upgraded seat in the non-smoking section. And it's like, yeah, you're in row 19, smoking starts in 20 bucks. Like, <laughs> it's it, it's going to be a rough a rough ride for you if you paid yeah. for the upgrade. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, it's uh, it's not, not ideal. True. By the way, I think Park MGM is a place in uh, Vegas that has no smoking inside the entire casino. Oh, wow. And, uh, that and sounds like hotel. an awful time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, it's just it's where it's at, but... There's a lot. Of- I'm just saying the, the sports book. That's too much smoke. Like that's and and stress. I thought smoke you were all smells, about the smoke. Stress smoke smells different than the smoke I talk about. Oh, okay. Stress smoke is like that's no good. Yeah, you like smoke. <laughs> I just like yeah. I like I like 
These people are piping down cigarettes, huh? <laughs> yeah, I like non-stress smoke. That that that's that's stressful smoking right that's there. That's a great man. point, though. Like when you see people smoking a sports book, they're inhaling cigarettes. Uh, I mean, gone. Yeah, out of there. It's like they ate the thing. Jeez. <laughs> then you start. I think maybe that's what it is. Then you start connecting like emotions to the smoke. Like man, like that guy's stressed out. Yeah. Like. Look at the way he's smoking. And then you start looking around, you start realizing, like, there are a ton of people in there that look just like that guy. Yeah. Stress smoke. Yeah, if they're pinching it to where uh, where they're grabbing it with the, the thumb and the forefinger and they're just pinching it and then puffing it like that, that seems like somebody who's stressed out. Like, they're about to lose their ass on some on some. Or game. have already been losing their yeah. ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big it's time. just they be strutting, then they had their leg crossed. Like it's like, so you're sophisticated and you're stressed out. Like <laughs> leg leg crossed over one and the other. Got a skinny leg with a, with a with a loose church sock on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, I was in the Bahamas one time, and they had a sports book there. I remember a dude was so upset about losing, he took off his shirt and he threw it back behind he's like well you're taking everything else and he just <laughs> walked out and i was like all right like literally shut off his back because at that point they apparently just took it he lost every bet Jeez. uh that's the move fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live oh 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 o'reilly are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.